Hey, welcome to episode 17 of Power Play Through. If you like the show, you can head on over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and review. That really helps us out to getting views and getting more listeners. We always want the podcast to be growing. So if you could do that, that would be wonderful. And as soon as we start seeing them, we're going to start reading them off at the beginning of the podcast. All right. Thank you. Enjoy the show. You had the power. My Goonie Bertigs. Stupid. (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Power Playthrough, the podcast that's intro is never the same. My name is Dan. Sometimes it's not there. I'm Freddy. And... These are my Goonie Bird eggs. Uh, <laughs> we have a batch of three Goonie, Goonie Bird yeah, eggs. We're, we're going to hatch up three Goonie Bird eggs for you today <laughs> in the form of three episodes of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where we watched episodes 31 through 33, Calamity yeah. Kimberly, A Star is Born, and The Yoke is on You. Yep. Um, the monster in Calamity Kimberly is... Samurai Fan Man. Samurai Fan Man. Yeah. 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 Um, why don't you uh, take us take us through the episode, my dude? Okay. So, our lovely Kimberly Hart wakes up in her bedroom, and the uh, because her alarm is going off incessantly, she looks over. Oh, morning already. Seven o'clock. You know, time to go to school. She reaches over, trying to hit the snooze button on it, knocks over her lamp. There's a crash sound. It's all broke. Shattered glass yeah. everywhere. She uh, keeps reaching. Finally, she hits it, but she reaches a bit too far, loses her balance. She tumbles over on the other side of the bed. All into the broken glass. Yeah, all the, it's a, that's where the lamp fell, so she could very well have some glass embedded in her hip or something like that, but I don't know. She's worried about her bad hair day is what she's yeah, worried about. Yeah, she looks lovely, but her hair is a little frazzled, a little frizzled, and she's uh, not about it. She, uh, she's, uh, she, she moves over to her window, over to her bedroom window. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah, she cracks, cracks open, cracks open the drapes and some sunlight comes in. We get the, the, like a heart playing and some birds tweeting and stuff like that. Very Disney princess. She uh, closes it and starts to walk to, uh, the other window or just towards that general direction of the room back to where her lamp was. And we get a thunder crash. Yeah, and lights flash outside, and she she notes that. Well, that's really weird because. Can we make a little side? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. No, we can't. Uh, if you're watching this on Netflix like us, and you have the subtitles on like us because you're deaf adults, uh, <laughs> you'll notice that she said, "This is weird," but the subtitle said, "I am scared." Yeah, it, no one. I I imagine it's a program, and no and no one was really proofreading these. I feel like that's how it is with all subtitles. Well, there's well, I mean, there's a lot that are on point, but there's somewhere you can just tell it's like there's somewhere you can tell that they don't have anyone assigned to this to to check this out and make sure it's reading correctly. There's a lot of stuff on Netflix. 
So, yeah, yeah it makes sense. Right, right. Um, yeah, so, and uh, as she leaves her room, we get... <laughs> she checks the dress first. Oh, yeah, she tra- Wait, wait, hold on. Oh, there's two things, actually, because she breaks the mirror. She, she gets... She goes up to her like the edge of her bed, and then the room starts shaking. Like there's like an earthquake. Earthquake, yeah. And so she leans on the bed a bit, and her hand mirror falls off. The one she was looking at herself and falls off the bed, breaks. She goes, "Oh no!" You know, seven years of bad luck, all that. She's looking in the spiderweb mirror, and now she's, "Oh, this day is just, it's just ramping up, isn't it?" And she goes over to the closet. Yeah. Right. There's a dry cleaning bag with her dress in it. She flips it over, burned, and yeah, so. I guess I guess she shouldn't have paid for that. Shouldn't have paid for that. She must have been in a hurry or something. Just took all the clothes and bounced. Yeah, but yeah, I guess they burned her dress and things are not good. Push. She she goes to leave the room. When she goes out of frame, this isn't really. Is this played on? Is there just a bit of dialogue? It's it's just squat. Yeah, looking through the mirror, and then it cuts to. Rita's palace, and he's like, "That's the time you get Rita. Kim really's having a real bad day." Yeah, Squat just comes in yeah, and just was, Squat was creeps on her. Squat was popping a squat outside the window. Yeah, because the thunder crashes again. We get a silhouette of that, you know, that profile that we that silhouette we know so well of this lumpy blue space monster. Yeah, and she goes. He goes back to the palace. Let's Rita know Kimberly is having a bad one. And this is the time. Yeah, this is the time to get her. Um, so we cut to the school, and everyone's in inside, but everyone has their, you know, like, slickers and galoshes and stuff like that. And Kimberly now, comes. Here's one issue that I have with everybody owning this. Yeah. They live in Southern California. Yeah. How often does it rain in Southern California? Uh... Rarely. Well, I don't know, in ideal Southern California where there's monsters attacking every weekend. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. She's got pink docks on. I feel like those. Pink socks. Yeah. She's got a turned inside out umbrella. Yeah, you actually, like some of the, like some of the, the skeleton of the umbrella is sticking out. Like yeah. this thing got trashed. A demon entered that umbrella. But yeah, something happened to it. Um, but she's so, still looking cute, you know, still looking like Kimberly Hart. And she, um, she goes to her locker, you know, razzle, frazzle, blah, blah, blah. And Tommy comes in the background mm-hmm. and she's like, oh no, he's going to see me at my absolute worst here. Yeah. yeah. She should have called in sick to school. Do you call in sick to school or do you just not go? You just don't go. Oh, for me? Yeah. Well, is that how me? It me? Cause I'm just not there. I was going to say, I don't remember. Sometimes I I went and then I was gone after the first period. Yeah, I I don't remember if you called in sick to school. I know you call in sick to work. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's about, I think your parents, yeah, I think it comes out because your parents have to let, give them some kind of notice. Hmm. Otherwise, truancy gets involved. If you have to call into school. Tweet us. If you don't have to call into school, still tweet us. You know? Yeah. It doesn't have to be about that. I mean, I would prefer it to be about that. <laughs> just, if you're going to tweet me tweet, yeah. at It's Dark Tiger. Uh, hashtag truancy. 
we'll check that hashtag when this episode comes out in six years. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, she's a, like, "Oh, Tommy, uh, Tommy comes over, and he, like, not you know, being, being, be, putting the shine on, being that thirsty boy, putting the shine on, uh, is a little wet out there, and you know, chuckling, and she kind of gives him a smile, like, yeah, you know, um, and." The Vulcan Skull enters the picture here now. Yeah, they get, there's a little bit of flirt. There's a little flirt. flirt. Yeah, they they have they have little Tommy uh, Kimberly time. Uh, nothing. Was there anything? Was there any bit of dialogue that was? I guess not. I guess there wasn't. Any uh, I mean, like he was kind of, just kind of like, "Girl, you look good anyway." Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure you could turn in that homework with mud on it and still get. Oh, that's an right. A. Yeah, her homework is ruined too. On top, thank you. Her homework when she opens her uh, binder. Homework's got like splotches much. It looks like something I drew when I was three, you know. And Tommy consoles her. But Bulk and Skull come in, other end of the hallway. Uh, they're a little bundled up too, because it's rain. And now, and uh, Skull makes a remark like, oh, that's why you canceled our date, you know. You had to wash she, her hair. You had to wash her hair, yeah. And she says, we never had a date, but actually. They did. But actually, they did. They did, and they did when she was a little bad girl. Yeah, when she was under uh, Babu's concoction, she she did make a date with Skolovich. I didn't have a date with you. There's no. <laughs> who are who are you? Yeah, you're. Oh, you're that pasty lanky kid that that smells of cigarettes. We're not. We're not dating. We never date. Get out of here. You ain't. Get. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm just watching you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Skull, uh, yeah, so Skull's rejected. Uh, Bulk, um, wait, or does Bulk say something first, or does Tommy... Yeah, Bulk, Bulk goes up to him, he's like, hey, you guys, Tommy's like, hey, you guys, stop it, and he goes, why don't you make me... Yeah, I know he said, but did Bulk say something beforehand? Uh, I think that Tommy was just doing the white knight thing. Because like, I can hey, paint, get away from her. Because I can paint this as Bulk sticking up for his boy, who was just rejected by Kimberly. And then, yeah, Tommy says... Well, like... You know, he's just like making his thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take uh, Tommy's side for a second because he did give Kimberly an unwanted touch. He did like go with the finger in the hair for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's not something that he no, needs for to be sure, doing. for sure. But again, you know, these boys are they don't know any better. They're they're. I feel like Skull knows better. I feel like Skull is the one that has the parents that don't like bulk. This environment, no. I don't think either of them. I, I think one. I think one's a grandma situation, and the other one is. Well, it's definitely bulk. Bulk is in the grandma situation. Bulk is in the grandma situation. Skull has two parents that are either never around, literally or emotionally. Uh, I mean, like, I think Skull is a stepdad. Skull, okay. Skull's definitely got a stepdad because you see that trunk of clothes. That's a man trying to buy his new son's love. Okay. Yeah. You, th- you think his mom is a... I, th- I, th- I think she's a gambler. I think she's a gambler, and I think that's why they're gone a lot, because she goes on weekends to Vegas. Hmm. Angel Grove, California. And no one... to Vegas only gr- four hours. <laughs> yeah. Grow- growing up with a, with a parent that was uh, addicted to gambling. I know it's it, it's a... It's a roller coaster as far as you getting stuff. There, there, there would be uh, or peaks and valleys, I should say, that better fits it because there is, there would go be, there would be droughts 
where maybe you ain't eating lunch, you know, maybe you ain't eating dinner. And then, like, the next week, when they get their paycheck, maybe you're getting a Game Boy Color, you know, and Pokemon Red and Blue, because you had to eat pickles and butter for a couple nights, you know? I feel like Skull, maybe in that situation, maybe, hmm. just maybe, Bulk's in a grandma situation. That, I accept 102%. Yeah. Skull probably has a stepdad, and his mom is a gambler. Skull's probably spent a lot of teenage weekends at Chuck E. Cheese, even though he's like, you know, I'm a little old for this, but yeah. I'll take the pizza when I can get it. Yeah. Always, always take the pizza when you can get it. Um, can we talk about the episode a little more? Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, we'll just uh, get to the make Bulk, me part. Bulk, Bulk gets in the ways. Uh, Tommy, Tommy uh, pushes him because he sees... What, like the behind behind them behind this whole scene, the janitor knocks over his his uh, water pail, and it splashes. Actually, good shot because like they have a camera on the ground, the water splash against the lens. It looks cool. Um, he pushes and bulk goes slipping into it, and his head falls into it, or the bucket falls on his head, whatever you, whatever have you, and and uh, skull runs to help, and he's like, he's right in front of you, bulk. He's right in front of you as they slip out of the scene and out of the episode. <laughs> you know, like. I don't think they return. No, they don't. No, not at all. Because uh, I, when we get to the end of the episode, I'll remind you of the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah after that, we kind of just get a little bit of we get a little bit of lovey dovey walk. Like, hey, let's walk in the park after school. Let's go. Yeah, take a nice little walk. Yeah, Tommy here. is trying to salvage this day for her, which yeah. is yeah, nice, nice boy, nice yeah, boy. That's, uh, that's walking a... through the park, uh, j- joking. Um, she, she trips, she trips on something or another. And he catches her. Catches her very kind of like. Princess style. Yeah, princess style. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. She says, sorry, don't worry about it, you know. Um, well, I'll always catch you, girl. There is, uh, while they were walking though, there was a funny cut that we thought, it didn't serve anything. (laughs) It didn't serve anything, but, uh, she said, I'm just having a bad day. And it it says. Oh, I'm trying to turn this day around. It cuts to Rita going, "Not today, Missy." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, it just, it's just Rita laughing and looking at the camera. It's just like two seconds. Just, just, I guess, just to keep you keep you on board and remind you to yeah, read this is a Power Rangers episode. I don't know. It was really weird because it didn't show her setting the monster or anything. It was just Rita being spiteful. To Rita. be spiteful, yeah. But um. Yeah, so she, he catches her, and then we get introduced to our monster, the Samurai Fan Man. Yeah, he comes in, he's just like, I'm going to mess this day up. And <laughs> he's, he, he's got a gourd with him. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a, a big old black gourd. He, granted, he has no fan at this point. It's just a man and his gourd. He's yeah. Gara of the Sand at this point. Because like, when Rita was talking to Finster, he was again making bones. Yeah, because that's the footage. That's all he's ever made is bones. Everything else is just kind of something that's been, yeah. Like it came with the monster matic. Yeah, she she yeah when they're t- bones. But is we his we get the name. The point is we get the samurai fan man name, and then we we get him, and he opens up the gourd, pops the cork on it. This swirling yellow energy comes out, and they, and it looks like they're both being kind of like I thought this was a Tommy out. It, yeah. it is, but it it's more than that. Because I thought Tommy was gonna be the one. That I thought suffers that they would what Kimberly both get suffers. Yeah, yeah, I thought what what Kimberly suffers 
is what Tommy was going to serve. But no. Tommy gets knocked onto the ground into a pile of leaves, buries himself into a pile Knocks pocket. him out, too. Yeah. Uh, they yell to each other, Kimberly, Tommy, dramatic. Uh, Kimberly gets sucked into the gourd, and then we see, like, a actually neat-looking... Um, I think they made a set. Yeah. It wasn't a trash bag set. It wasn't anything. Yeah, we had, like, this kind of oblong wall that had, like, this uh i forgot what that paint technique is but it looks like it's wet you know and it and it looks like it's running you know like yeah <laughs> it's not hold on it's not it's not running paint on the wall i know what that looks like i'm saying it looks like like oh, it's like a glazed look yes glazed yeah. it's like a glazed look to the inside of this gourd and we got a fisheye lens on it and because they did only actually make half of the room yeah kimberly's standing in about ankle high water it's green too. It's gross. Or her hair's all messy again, you know. Just just to stick it where it hurts, and she's a uh, you know screaming to be let out. Um, the rest of the gang gets notified of this, and says they go uh, to work. Yeah, they get they, to morph into the... like they they get they they get sent to the command center, and they they get the rundown, and we we There's see we see we see yeah we see Alpha. Uh, wiping down this chair, this really weird. This looks like it came out of the Dietz's house from Beetlejuice. Oh, uh, it was definitely in your when you were growing up in '94. Yeah. You had a friend that had a single father. It was definitely the couch that was in his rumpus room. Yeah, which is the place where he took new mommies. Yeah, it was like I said. If it, it, it's a very like postmodern looking chair kind of thing yeah, maybe you sin- see single dads yeah it's a single dad chair yeah anyway uh we see tommy sticking his hand out of the leaves he's weakened he must have got thrashed <laughs> it's by the, the stupidest st- shot he <laughs> just he reaches up like he's been completely buried but then we but just, then pan just pans over yeah pans he's, over like oh he's he's, he's got like he's got a couple leaves on him <laughs> yeah, yeah um so they let him know that Tommy got injured in this. Tommy gets warped in, and uh, he's now on this chair. And, uh, yeah, that's her Tommy out. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, Tommy's out the rest of the episode. Right? Do, uh, do no, we no, get... No, 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 We do get some serious... This is... So, I want to talk about something that we noticed in these three episodes. Jason Uh-oh. has been given the power of the Ultra Zord. And now... Jason doesn't follow the rules of being a Power Ranger. One which, one in particular, big time. Yeah, I mean, he keeps his... I mean, he kind of keeps his identity secret because he did just answer a communicator call in well, the yeah, middle that, that of the Yeah, that was another room. thing that they were they're all kind of um, yeah. guilty of because they, they, they were... Uh, I can remember in the, the last episode we watched, they, they just kind of, after they finished, they ran in to like a busy room and just like yeah we did it Zordon yeah they went into a hallway of a school yeah and just were like hey let's talk to Zordon but in this one they were just in the middle of the youth center just answering their call and so they're not really keeping their identity secret yeah. what was the other what was the second rule well the, the the big one was the escalating yeah there were three rules it was no identity something and then don't <laughs> escalate a fight without Rita doing it yeah. Jason has decided that he doesn't care that he's escalating fights. Yeah. He just wants to fire everything. The, he's 19 years old. Yeah. Actually, in the show canon, he's probably about 15. Uh, yeah. I he's mean, probably 15 or 16. Yeah. 
So he's a 16-year-old. He just got his driver's license. He's been piloting a T-Rex for a little bit. He just got a dragon and a Brachiosaurus to add to that. And the Brachiosaurus has so many guns. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and he's been, yeah, he's been given the keys to all of that. Yeah, he's the leader. He is doing the work. And guess what? In every episode, he fires everything. <laughs> everything. He really... Uh, the second, let's see. In the second episode, do we get? No, in the second episode, we get, we get a. Oh yeah, dragon, yeah I know. We yeah, get yeah, a dragon yeah. horn. Yeah. And then we get an ultra zord. Yeah. No, no, no. no second, second, second episode, episode we, we get a dragon megazord. We get the we get the we get the drag the uh, dragon the Hadouken the the dragon. We get the uh, two monsters. In yeah, the second there's episode. two monsters, so we get the dragon antler, and then the and then, then then the Hadouken, yeah. But it's still excessive. When you see these monsters, you're like, "Why are you doing that?" Yeah. But he really is the first ever, the the bookend episodes of these. Yeah, he really is just glass earth policy. Yeah. He's best best offense or best defense is to just murk everyone. Yeah. He is, is to not give anyone a chance. Yeah. He is yelling. Like you said, he's 16. He's in charge of all this. The boy's got a lot of testosterone going. He's lifting every day. You know, yeah. he, he's. He's constantly... He's at the beach, and instead of having fun, he's just working out. Mm-hmm. To a, He goes to a talent show and just breaks stuff. Like, we're hopping all around here, because welcome to Power Playthrough. But... He is... Yeah. Jason has decided that no one needs to feel him holding back. He is just going to do everything at all times. Yeah. He's... Honestly, is uh, all the the telltale signs of a time bomb, <laughs> you know, like is like you, is a troubling guy. Yeah, if you've never watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers before, I'm gonna give you a little spoiler. There's a reason that they stripped this man of his power. <laughs> I don't know. About that. I've I Zordon Zordon plays it off like he's getting laid off. Yeah, but they were really looking for a reason to fire this dude. They hired a new manager, had yeah. him train him. Yeah. And then they said, "All right, well, let's get in the new staff, and we got to take out the problem child." Yeah. <laughs> this is like some Greenpeace kind of. Yeah, they have to go to some like World Peace Summit. Yeah, World Peace Summit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. they made it seem like a layoff, but it was really. Yeah. Quit or be fired. Hmm. Well, that's something we'll we'll get into <laughs> uh, later down. It, yeah, when I don't remember this joke. I will. I'll remember it. Oh, remember. thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'll remember this. Yeah. So we 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 get the Rangers in action. To let them know the uh, the baddies are at the park, and uh, they come down. We get a little bit of get a little bit of action. We see uh, the the fan we get the titular fan in the samurai fan man. He uh, it's just a giant like samurai war fan. It shoots sparks, y'all. It does shoot sparks and and huge gusts of wind. We get like some cool wire work of them being blown back and. Uh, basically taken out of the fight this all these episodes kind of go real fast because it's just they get taken and then out this happened and, and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens teleported back to the command center yeah sent back to battle with the samurai fan yeah well but they they something very interesting happens you talking about the zero ranger footage i'm talking well we there there is a zero ranger footage when they're blown away yeah and then we just see the 
We get the Zia Ranger footage when they're blown away, and which is just blatantly Zia Ranger footage. I mean, it's all Zia Ranger footage, but this is like, oh, this is, this is stuff you would never see in Mighty Morphin. This is a mistake. Um, but we get the Putty Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're at the Putty Bowl restaurant. Yeah, Zora, like, like, where are they? Zora's like, oh, they're at the Putty Bowl restaurant. It's an established place. <laughs> no one, yeah, no one, had, no dialogue on this. It's It's purely like, this happens in that show. Uh, it's what we got. Got to work with it. Yeah, it's Putty serving. Oh, so it's, it's the Putty Bowl restaurant. All right, yeah, it's the Putty Bowl restaurant. Hey, yeah, we we gave it some fiction the while we globe. were sitting here. <laughs> through the view, yeah, we gave we gave some like we uh, kayfabed. Uh, we kayfabed the whole reason behind it. I was saying like maybe there's like a novelty restaurant. No, it definitely is. There's a novelty restaurant in Angel Grove because hey man, what do you do when you have these occurrences? You market it. You make money off it. Look at Loch Ness, right? Yeah. Look at any place where there's occurrences where you where it's known for something, Roswell and stuff like that. We pick up alien jerky, you know, when we go to California, you know, because of all the sightings in the Mojave Desert, you know, all this crazy stuff. Yeah, there's a putty. There's a putty themed restaurant. <laughs> yes, there. Those are actually humans in those putty costumes that yeah. are wearing multicolored actually, yellow there, vests. There's multiple colors, but yeah, there's like uh, wearing yellow like vests and stuff like that and serving people. And maybe when these monsters came in, they're just like, oh look, fans, you know, they're dressed like Rita monsters. How how mm. you know? Let's serve them some tea. Yeah. It's it's cute, you know. But I don't know. That's that's my explanation for why there's a putty bowl restaurant. But they go there. Yeah, they don't fight putties. They fight the samurai fan man who's got a lot of weapons. He does. We this we get introduced to another weapon. Rake. Yeah, he has a rake. Got that from the gnarly gnome. Yeah. And yeah. uh yeah, they do some they do some more fighting and then Rita gets real yeah, fancy she, again. And she makes him grow. Just yeah. makes him grow. There's no real like there's no like you know the routine, we blast them a bit, the monster rolls, there's some smoke and some sparks, and then the monster's like, Grr! and then we cut to Rita. Like, all right. So, that, I don't think, becomes the formula for even Sentai until season two. Mm. Where, like, they grow yeah. because the fight needs to go further. Yeah, and the Rangers already bested them at... Yeah. And then, once we get into Mighty Morphin season two and Die Ranger is when we get the defeat Second wind. Mm. Okay. When we get to Shinkenger, which yeah. will be 16 years from now, <laughs> they, yeah. it gets really cool where uh, the giant form is considered the monster's second wind. Ah. Like, they're defeated, but the evilness yeah. in them keeps them alive, and they have to be huge. Right. But, uh, you know, we're not there yet, so I don't need to talk about Shinkenger in this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Rita gets antsy, as you said. She makes a monster grow. We get into Zords, and we get into fights. We get into another weapon in the Samurai Fan Man's arsenal. Yeah. We get, he has, like, a staff. This is Like this a is Monkey fun. King staff. Yeah, he does have a Monkey King staff. But this battle is funny, because uh, we get all of the Zords to show up, and we get, like, single Zord stuff going. Because oh, yeah, remember, there's, a lot got, of, there's a lot of switching about, isn't there? Because you got hype, because this is the first time in a few weeks that we Yeah, I did, actually, because we... we, we the Zords coming We out cut to, the, yeah, yeah, we get the Rex coming out of the ground, the music's going, yeah. sweet, sweet Wasserman. Y'all, I'm going to let you know that when the footage started to go, Freddy went, whoa. <laughs> yeah, genuinely <laughs> did. <laughs> it, it was, yeah. Like, I had to catch my breath for a second because it was... It was, it was, it was a moment. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, 
so, so we get this. We get instantly into. Uh, we get into a solo Zord battle. Yeah. Then the Dragon Zord shows up. Yeah. Goes into a Dragon Zord battle mode. Yeah, Tommy recovers. We Tommy joins the fight, as will be the norm for these where Tommy's gone and then he shows up for the fight. They don't got a lot of Barai footage, y'all. Um, the next episode's even more gracious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But the we get that whole thing and then they break the. They break the staff up a little bit with the, the dragon antler. Yeah, yeah. And it knocks the gourd down. Kimberly falls out. She even like we, we we yeah. The the smoke comes out. She doesn't the hit ground. the ground. Yeah, she, nothing is great. We just cut to the the face. You know, we cut to the morphing screen. Mm-hmm. You know, pterodactyl. She comes out. She calls her dinosaur, which the subtitle is called Dinosaur Zord. Yeah, and. Pterodactyl comes out volcano coming at us. Yeah, and then they they since they have that they go into Megazord and so before we had Tyrannosaurus and um, was it Mega Dragonzord? Yeah, Tyrannosaurus and Mega Dragonzord fighting. Once they got the pterodactyl, they're like, all right, so Dragonzord, Megazord coming. They're just uh, we're playing around with our toys here. Yeah, they're doing the Dragonzord, Megazord. They do the Dragonzord and Megazord, yeah. and then Jason goes, nope, Ultrazord. Yeah, he actually says that before before they even transform into Megazord and go through tank mode and all that. He goes into Ultrazord. They battle a little bit as Megazord, Dragonzord, but yeah, sure enough, Titanus comes. The the armor is donned for the Megazord. They click into Titanus. The blowback uh, the, explosion. The, we, we're really noticing just how excessive the Ultra Megazord is when it, when it goes. And oh, that wind-up is still so sweet. That sound, I'll never get tired of it. And they just obliterate, just obliterate this Samurai fan, man. He's gone. And then we cut to them watching the news in Billy's garage. Yeah, yeah, Billy's working on the rad bug, right? Yeah, we're the worst news anchor ever. He's like, and the Power Rangers save the day from... Where do they get their powers? Rita's endless supply of monsters. Yeah, he he did ask, where do they get their powers? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, Kimberly, turn it up. And she goes Well, to, well Kimberly shows up, it, yeah. Talks it, about her bad days she's almost got a, over. She's got a new haircut. She does have a new haircut. Tommy Tommy don't say anything, but we say something. Yeah. That's very noticeable. Jamie Joe, Kimberly Hart. <laughs> Kimberly Hart looking beautiful. Um, stands next to Tommy, and she grabs a remote to turn it up as Billy's coming in to join them all because they're talking about She's like, oh, hey, they're talking about they're us. talking about them on TV, yeah. and you know that anybody gets talked about TV, you got to get a smile in. Yeah, and they, she uh, she has her remote, turns up, TV shorts out. And it's kind of like a And cute... they're like, oh, I guess your bad date's not over. Yeah, yeah, it's cute. A little, little lesson there where it's like, there'll always be something, you know. Always... You, could, you could be amazing and powerful and... Everything that the world needs, and but guess what? You're still gonna have a bad little, day every once in a while. Yeah. Little things will constantly happen. Yeah, you know, don't you're let them. You know, you're gonna go to the island of illusion, and you're going to see two people that you think is bad people being good, and it's gonna send you into a complete spiral like, of self doubt, and you might die. Like you a character shattering incident for you. For your mental psyche, your mental psyche becomes unglued because you, oh no, you see two people as humans for once, instead of these walking, talking, funny, joke bag diarrhea people. So a star is born. 
A Star is Born. We go into our next episode. Uh, this episode is extremely hot pot, extremely pieced together, because it. we know for sure one of these monsters, half the footage is unusable. The other one, that looks stupider. We we can't wait to get to that episode of Sea Ranger. Yeah, yeah. But um. But this one starts out in the school with an audition, and my man Skull is on the phone. Yeah, both. both in, yeah, they come around the corner. Yeah, Skull's on the phone. Yeah, he's trying to get a limo for his client because his client, Paul Bolkmeyer, yeah, has an audition. Yeah, you have for a, a commercial. He he's uh, he's hustling. Yeah, he's trying to get that paper for his man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, this this episode and the next episode uh, gets me on my soapbox again because I start talking about how these two boys are really trying. Well, in this case, really in this go case, for it. both people got screwed. Yeah, this case, I didn't get as angry as I was... As I was... He was, he was about to, y'all. <laughs> I was he was about to, to, was about to, to stand blow up. up. I was about to stand up at the end of this episode, but we'll get into yeah. Uh, so there's there's a karate school that, casting, yeah, for their commercial, yeah, for their commercial, and, and they decided not to use their students because you know they're not a good karate school. Yeah, it's weird. They wanted someone. They they wanted people that are uh, you know photogenic, I guess, and better than what they teach. Better than what they teach. So Tommy is ready to get into it. That's he's of course he's auditioning. This is when Bob was Jason auditioning. Um, Do you think that that was going to cause more heat between Tommy and Jason if they were going to go for the commercial inside the show that they were both already? Well, cast remember for, when we when get into the, the next scene, Jason is working out on again, like on yeah, on in this in this peace time. Yeah, he's still uh, trying to get his pump on. Yeah. He, uh, he he's maybe got his pump. maybe he. You know, maybe somewhere in his mind he rationalized it as frivolous, as something that's not for him. He doesn't care. Yeah, doesn't lead to anything. Why would I be in this commercial? But uh, yeah, I teach a school. Why am I going to advertise for another school? Makes sense. There I we just go. Won. That's, that, I just that's it. That's it. That's really there we good. Go. There we go. I just got it. I'm through it. Yeah, he already teaches. I feel good about it. Yeah, accepted, accepted. So yeah. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy's uh, talking about it. Bulk's gonna come around the corner. Bulk's saying, "Why even try? I'm gonna get it." You know, he's again. This this boy has confidence. He's trying. He's trying real hard to appear cool. You know, and try to. This is what society has taught him. The Angel Grove, um, you know, uh, social experiment. Yeah. As as <laughs> as has taught him, which is to be boisterous and to be upfront and to be the best and all that so he's trying really hard tommy takes it upon himself to embarrass this boy because why just again like, what did he do in that point did he like do so he took oh, his scarf took scarf off and he did like, took the scarf so bulk okay so bulk says you know we're gonna get it you know you know like he's he he doesn't even doesn't do much outside of just just saying claiming that he's gonna get the part Tommy sees an opportunity here to assert dominance, takes his scarf, does a little uh, karate routine while holding the scarf. The scarf doesn't lend to it at all. No. But he's just showing off that, like, remember, Bulk, I can end you at any time. Yeah, he was being a real, real... Real mean boy. 
Just real mean, mean boys a good way to put it. I was gonna say some swears, and then I forgot what show we were. On. <laughs> real, real, real mean boy. He's crude, and so uh, Bulk takes the scarf and's like, "Looks like we gotta practice a bit more, Skull." And yeah. They, they, yeah, 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 yeah. They out, they out. We get to the next scene. Oh well, what, what's the Rita stuff? What's the oh Rita's tired. Yeah, Rita's real on. It's just yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Rita's real tired, and she doesn't want to work with the Rangers again. Goldar, you right. do it. Yeah, Goldar's like, all right, I got it. Don't worry. Take it easy. I'll handle this one. Man, it really... I don't want to throw this onto middle management, you know, for the reason for for these monsters to, to suck like this, but it really, it really looks like... It really... It really looks like you know the the, they just, the bosses. They just there. found what they could. Yeah, they didn't make anything. Finster, what do you have the what do you have ready to go right now? Right now? Right now? <laughs> right now? I still have these leftover monsters from when I bought the monster Maddock. Okay, yeah, we'll take them. Is there? Do they have any themes or anything? Or uh, well, we'll let you find out. You'll find out. All right. Okay. It sounds good. So straight. They're they're just hanging out on the beach, and then yeah. Bulk and Skull show up, and they're kicking sand around. Yeah, um, uh, they fall over because yeah, because you, know, you know fatty go boom. boom. Yeah, because uh, the volleyball uh, hits uh, Bulk in the in the nose, and he tumbles down, and yeah, they fall over. Uh, all all the Rangers besides Tommy are are looking good in their beach outfits. Again, Jason is working mm-hmm. out, uh, still as intense as he possibly could be. Zach's still cut from marble. Oh, yeah. Billy oh. starting to look Yeah, cut. Billy. We see Bill- some arms on Billy. Billy's got shoulders yeah. that make me cry. Yeah. They they're I mean, we've said it from the start. They're good looking. You know. Good good looking bunch. But um after Bulk tumbles down, they both tumble down. Uh the <laughs> skull gets gets the uh suntan lotion out and something happens to it. Something happened to it on the trip over. Something happened to it when it was being stored. Something happened to it that makes me think it's past its expiration date. I don't know what viscous chemicals have for an expiration I don't date. know that suntan lotion expires. That's what I mean. I don't know the situation with this, but he uncorks it. A fat, fat, spraying, heaving, just glob falls onto bulk, and it is runny, but it is lumpy. Yeah, it's, it's both <laughs> thick... Yeah, and loose. <laughs> thick, yeah, it is thick. thick. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, it is very thick and loose. <laughs> and it's like it's like a it's like a ah, uh, it's like it, a game of mammoth king. It's like and, a game of mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a yeah, like <laughs> a, yeah. It's like a sharpay's jowl. <laughs> you know, it is it is it is it is a it's a gooey bit. That just hits bulk, and um, it's that it's just a gag. And then we get to another gag, where uh, bulk has the the tanning screen on, and he has it right below his head, so he can't see what's going on. And he's like, "Oh, all right." And he yeah. goes, "Put this, put this sunscreen on me," and he doesn't look at it. But it's a jar of mayonnaise. That's <laughs> cool. That's cool. Kind of like looks around to see if anyone <laughs> anyone sees him doing this. This to watch him baste his boy. Yeah, he, he just he, like 
the mayonnaise was clearly the mayonnaise was here for their two foot hoagie that they were gonna share. Not they were even, gonna share. <laughs> Skull was gonna not get, evenly. Skull was gonna get like a small. Uh, Skull, Skull's gonna get the girlfriend they, cut. They I went, was talking about the girlfriend cut, or just a significant other cut, they, where where you, where they're not hungry and you get the sandwich and you talk that, to the guy and you're like, can you make one of the halves smaller than the other? And the guy's like, yeah. And so, like, he cuts that that end, so you have a decent sized portion, and then the smaller one in case they do get hungry. Yeah. He was gonna get that cut because I I do feel that bulk looks after. I mean, remember they they were evenly sharing that sloppy Joe pizza. Yeah, they well we don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We all don't right. know that they didn't get to finish that pizza because it was all over bulk. That mayo was for that ridiculous hoagie. And it ended up getting basted all over bulk. Yeah, rubbed all over him. We get a weird cut that it's, makes the timeline all so, kinds of muddy. Yeah, we don't know how long this happened. But they go back to the school. Uh, they're in the hallway. We see Tommy get getting ready. On. And we see three nobodies that are putty actors. I would bet anything on it. Uh, just doing practicing some forms in the hallway. Bulk and Skull around the corner. Uh, Bulk is bit redder. Yeah, he, he actually looks pretty tan. He does. He actually, he actually looks like he's one. He looks like a pro wrestler right before their match. You know, when yeah. you're getting the spray tan on. Yeah. He, um, Skull like slaps his shoulder or something like yeah. that, and we find out that the mayonnaise left a a sunburn because he just basically put grease on him. Yeah, which is weird because he does have the sunscreen all over his face and the mayonnaise was all over his chest and tongue. Yeah. Oh, but, sunburn on the tummy, though. Yes. Yeah. You ever get the sunburn on the top of your foot? I'm trying. You ever get it's, that? It's been a, well, it's been a long time since I had a sunburn. It's been a so, long time since I've been in the sun, Freddie says. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a... Not a tr- I th- maybe we discuss this. I don't know. But I'm not a troll creature. I just I can't be out in the sun. I got an allergic reaction to UV rays. But yeah, so it's been it's a, a while. Vampire that popped up <laughs> that popped up around when I was like 25 or something. So I've been living with it. But uh, yeah, I do remember getting sunburned on the top of the foot. It's probably the worst burn. I remember ever. like well, the whole thing with like top of the foot stuff is like if you have an itch on top of the foot, it is 30 seconds of glorious glorious sensation like when you're when you're itching it yeah like and then it becomes very raw and it hurts to do like to do anything yeah because because the skin is like you know it's it's you know it's stretched a little tight there on top of the foot and all that so yeah like it's that's not a good spot to have sunburn neither is the tummy but neither is the shoulder or the neck meat either which looks like what happened to the shoulder the neck meat the The arm bent, yeah. The, you know your armpit bends yeah. and all of that. Yeah, sunburns suck, y'all. Wear your sunscreen. Wear a mm-hmm. t-shirt outside. Mm-hmm. Wear a hoodie all year. Yep. All right. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That's uh, all right. I, Let, I, I, we we haven't really gotten into the episode at all. <laughs> We're forty three minutes into this podcast. We got one episode down. Um, yeah, this one's gonna be two hours long. So, <laughs> um, more uh, uh. What's the term I'm looking for? More uh, boisterous yeah, kind of goading. Let, let's just get through. They do their uh, they do their auditions. Bulk is bad. Tommy Bulk, is good. Yeah, Bulk comes in. He uh, takes the papers, throws them in the air, and he's doing a lot of a lot of Bruce Lee noises. I think he breaks his ankle. 
he jumps and like axe kicks a chair breaks it shatters it and he screams out but he plays it off like he was just doing his karate yells and they're like okay we'll keep in touch yeah and he's like they said we think we found our man yeah we think we found our man he's like all right i got it nailed this one things are looking up everything's coming up bulk yeah (laughs) everything everything's coming up bulk You like that? That's, that sounds like an environmental crisis. Like, <laughs> like you get that on the news. It's the name of this episode. Well, yeah, everything's coming up bulk. Uh, yeah, all I can think of is just like uh, the like topsoil becoming pregnant with some kind of you know uh, hazardous material or whatever. Yeah. So we go back to the beach. The flatlands were coming up bulk today. Scorpina you know. shows up, and then she says. Meet my worm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what causes. This is what causes. This was what, what causes the timeline to be really weird. Because we come back to the beach, and the rangers are still there. This isn't the next day. This and nothing. Nothing. No long periods of time have passed because these two boys were on the beach. They're tanning. Uh, the we get, we get twenty. In. We got twenty minutes of mayo on us. We're out. Sunburn happens on the drive back over. Sun, they do the sunburn sets. We do the audition. Now the rangers are fighting Scorpina. Scorpina says, here's my worm. <laughs> the worm shows up, puts him in a cocoon. We don't even get a full body shot of this goofy dumpster of a monster. We get we get its little jaws and the red string coming out. The yeah. rangers get silly stringed and then they're Yeah, they in. get turned into a... It looks like a candy. It, it's one of the. Candy before. It looks like one of those uh, Jolly Ranchers that have like the soft Jolly Rancher inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like a red one. Yeah, and then the putties they just chuck it, it into the, the ocean. ocean because these putties are from Zoo Ranger, and that's how we handle things. Yeah, in Zoo Ranger, everything goes in the ocean, and guess what? So do these Rangers. Yeah, and they go in the ocean, and then we go do Tommy's audition. Yeah. And Tommy kills it. He's an expert martial artist. He's a black belt. He's we get a lot of slow motion. We get a lot of Tommy sounds. We yeah, get a we lot get, of JDF sounds. We get some Ron Wasserman music. We get yeah. some heat, height, siahs, hey, kia. Yeah. We get all of that. And then they say, <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, and then they say, we're going to want to talk to you. And yeah. he walks out. He smiles. He's shaking his fist like in glory. Yeah, and he goes outside and he hears his communicator beep because he's not a good ranger yet. He takes his communicator off. When he's yeah, his, his communicator was in his gym bag. Yeah, because what while the rangers are in this cocoon, which is actually kind of shot pretty well because it's one of those spring tunnels you yeah, played you with know, in PE. Yeah, you know the tunnel that you get for your cat. Yeah, or one of those. Yeah, yeah th- that's what they're in. Except they're like in they, a person size. Yeah, one. person size one, and they got some uh, uh, party city Halloween. Uh, uh, spider web. Yeah, and then they, they shot some red light through there. Yeah, like it doesn't look bad, honestly. I've they've been we, spending we money get, on the sets. We get two. Yeah, we get two pretty creative looking set pieces uh, in back to back episodes here. But yeah, so Tommy gets communicated. Listen, no, hey, the Rangers are in the ocean. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> like, why don't you get them out? And guess what? The Rangers get themselves out. They yeah, they, the, they get the blasters out. Uh, yeah, they Jason take the blasters in one bit of one one teensy bit showing of restraint Jason's like set him to low power that's the first time yeah. it's the first and only time he's going to have any restraint because we're going to get up and we're going to get out there and they say rangers get to your zords we need you to go fight babe ruthless like i'm not going to wait, sa- wait, wait let's wait. take a second let's take a second 
Babe Ruthless. That was the monster's name. It's wonderful. But you notice how it kind of sounded like maybe, oh, did I miss a bit of power playthrough here? Did my did something skip? Did uh did something get flubbed up in the production? Probably something got flubbed up in the did production. These we guys are a five star production. But no, they came out of the cat cocoon into a Zord fight. Yeah. And then Tommy shows up. He's on top of some so, kind of like, like so a crane or something. Let's talk about what happens. We get the Megazord fight. Yeah. They show up. They do some Megazord fighting. Let me get my notebook. Tommy gets out. On, gets up on the crane. Yeah. He calls the Dragonzord. The Dragonzord shows up. He fires the missiles. Yeah. And then Jason says, all right, let's go into Dragonzord battle mode. And he, they make the dragon Megazord. They gore. They gore uh, Babe Ruthless. Yeah. Oh, okay. Here we go now. Oh, so Babe Ruthless. Just so, because we're not, we usually like to give visuals here. Uh, if you checked out our Z Ranger counterpart, this is Dora Pixie. This is yeah. the little boy pitcher that was pitching balls and making people fall in love with all kinds of things. Yeah. He's a little cupid. So here was we, this from I Want to Eat May? No, no, no. This is the knuckleball of infatuation. Oh, okay. The knuckleball of infatuation is where this particular monster came from. And it definitely looks like... Oh, you sound my, my, my cheese fries get crumpled there. Maybe. <laughs> um, this definitely looks like we had two episodes of monster footage, and one half from each we couldn't use for some reason or another. Babe Ruthless, we can't use because the Rangers fought a kid. You know, the like not yeah, he's, viciously he's straight up a child. But but all the footage is a Japanese child with our Japanese actors, so unusable. And yeah, so that's who Babe Ruthless is. Is only after he had his horn cut off and he becomes big, scary. And now he has two catcher mitts and all that. He kind of looks like a mixture of a uh, what was the name of the one Muppet, the big furry one? Yeah, he's the big furry Muppet, y'all. I don't remember his name. Yeah, he dances with Carrie Fisher in, like, the Christmas special. Yeah, you're going to put me on the spot, and I'm not going to play a game of day and Googled it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, that guy, right? I don't know his name either. I like him, but oh, I we'll know. edit it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Black. <laughs> like, when I, whenever I say it, I want to do it like, like, Gene Simmons, and I'm going to edit the voice to say, <laughs> yeah. to yeah. sound like a demon. Like I <laughs> oh yeah, to make it sound like a demon. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, sounds good. We gotta remember that. Um, yeah, so they fight Dora Pixie. They Dragon Antler comes down, which is the the Mega Dragon Zord staff with the drill on the end. They gore him, and it's pretty close to Zeo Ranger. So I I remember in in that episode we were talking about the gorings and like. We don't really get that. And I did make a mention that I knew Frank got it, and yeah. which he did. But this one, we didn't think would be in here, but it is. Maybe there's a little, maybe like a half a second of footage not shown of like the other end of the drill. They on the show other side. the drill going through. They show him. the drill going in, but I feel like there was a, a pulling out sequence or something like that. Yeah, and there was well, like some yellow effect on the. Yeah, end but of the we drill. get yeah, but we get we get the the hole that looks like like a hole bored through a crown, you yeah. know. It looks, you know, it, it it's the same footage, so, you know, kudos to them. <laughs> but then they jump out, see Scorpina, 
Scorpina makes the glowworm. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, we. Zordon says, "All right, now you got Scorpina. She's at the park, or she's at the fountain, or something like that." And like, ah, uh, power twerps or whatever. And <laughs> he says, "We're the power rangers. Ah, power geeks are here." Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> and everyone has a schedule to keep. Um, Glowworm on the scene. Uh, they immediately jump back into the Zord. No, we, no, they call the Megazord, and it cuts to the Dragon Megazord still standing there. And it comes apart, right? Yeah, to make the Megazord. The, it there wasn't even enough time for to, it to go back into the Earth or anything. It was just standing there idly, and they they broke it down. And but here's where we get some dopeness, because the glowworm encases cocoons. the Megazord. Yeah, we get another one of those. those they say uh, that they need Jolly Rancher Crunchy on the outside, Chewy in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They call Tommy. The same footage of him getting up on the crane. He never left the crane either. No, they, they show him still on the crane. And he plays the flute. The dragon sword, which, after it came apart, it went back into the ocean. He comes walking out of the ocean. Yeah. And does the dopest thing and drills the Jolly yeah, Rancher open. Down the side. Cuts up, and the music hits just right. It splits open perfectly. And there's the Megazord. And we're like, oh, glowworm's in trouble. (laughs) And then Jason, not showing restraint anymore. They cut that cocoon on low power. Now it's time to do it on high power. They make the Dragonzord Megazord. And they Hadouken the glowworm out of existence. Yeah, he gets the very cool Dragon Ball Z ending to a villain. Yeah, he gets the one where the ball hits him. And then the white light. Because nuclear explosions, it destroys half the city every time they use this move. The light comes out of the ground, and every bit of him is destroyed. It's it's, it's gnarly. Um, so we get the cool down, which is them at the juice bar, and the, uh, the kind of the reporter's on again. Yeah, he's actually in all three episodes. Is he in all three? Yeah, he's in the he's in this last one too because he was talking about. Yeah, I'm pretty. Anyway, anyway, we're we're I'm gonna have to talk about it in a couple minutes here. Or excuse me, in thirty minutes, as <laughs> going by how we're range. going by how we're doing this, but uh, we're at the juice bar, they're uh, celebratory, all that is cool, and um, yeah, the the news anchor's talking again about how like thanks to the Rangers, there were zero civilian casualties. You know, I'm sure a few homeless were uh, some people with no family were wiped <laughs> some out. people that won't be missed were wiped out. Yeah. Because no way, no way, with that the way that worm went out, <laughs> like there's there's no way there was zero casualties. Uh, they're all there. They asked they asked Tommy. It's like when when's the uh, when's your commercial gonna appear? Bulk and Skull come in as they're saying that, and he's like, I wouldn't worry about that. I got the part. Yeah, and then the commercial comes on. Now wait, so with the timeline of this being all topsy turvy, like. Oh, they got this commercial done in one day. Yeah, they got this commercial done and aired in the same Well, that's day. the thing. We got What we find out is that audition was the set. Yeah. They said, they're like, oh, if you don't go to our school, you can fight like this. They and use Bulk's footage. Bulk's audition footage. And then they say, if you do learn at our school, you could fight like this. And then they show Tommy's, Tommy's footage. audition footage. So they completely skimmed everyone there yeah no one got paid because you auditioned for free and they just used that that audition i love that i love that they probably had them 
sign some waivers and something like that, and then, you know, they're not going to read it. Yeah. They're out. Use an audition footage. They're out. That's, that's all we need. Thanks. It's it's crazy. Uh, and the episode kind of ends on that note, and it's... I'm only... The only reason I'm not furious is because Tommy learned a lesson here, too. You don't ever sign a contract without reading the fine print, baby. That that Bulk and Skull were subjected to. But I am very upset that Bulk and Skull had, like, a modicum of success here. And it's just going to be kind of, like, forgotten. You know, I'm, I'm sure Bulk could have done with the, the money or something. Yeah, you he know. could have helped pay Grandma's rent for the month. Yeah, something, you know. Oh, man, that's a real sad story. I didn't even think about it because he does live with a grandma, as we established. Yeah. Uh, that just made Freddie sad. Uh, got, hit, got, he got hit by a bummer wave here. Um, let's, let's talk about how the yoke is on you. Yeah, the yoke is on you. Okay. <laughs> so, how did this goofball episode even start? Uh, it is Rita's birthday, and Finster right, has Rita's decided birthday. to make a birthday surprise for her in the form of a monster named Fang. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we don't find this out until Fang shows up, and Rita's like, "That wasn't me. Who sent this monster down?" And then, well, like Finster does the whole like birthday thing. They have the whole birthday scene, yeah. and then the monster sent down, and Rita's like. I didn't have any orders to send a monster down, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then she goes, oh, wait, I told Finster it was my birthday. He must have thought it would yeah. be nice to send a monster down. Which is kind of cute. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. sweet. Uh, so, so we get this Peter Lorre uh, monster, and I think it's because of Peter Lorre's severe stigmatism? Uh, no, stigmatism. Not is... stigmatism. Severe. He's got, Marty Feldman. He's got offset eyes. He's got the whole like asymmetrical kind of kind of thing going on with his mm-hmm. eye sockets. He's got the, and a little bit of the Marty Feldman thing where his eyes are a little bit uh, bulgy, right? Yeah. Peter Lorre, like, no, if, if you're like under 20, or if you're under, if you're like... Just watch Young Frankenstein. That's, that's, yeah, that's Marty Feldman. Peter Lorre was an actor uh, from the 50s. He looks, he had kind of some, well, 30s even too. He was a great movie called M, where he plays a, nope, not gonna continue talking about that because this is, over an hour. Well, it's over an hour, and also that is not. It look up if look it, him up. Look, look it up. Look at the movie M. It's a great film. It's a horror movie. Pretty dark subject matter. That's it. All okay. Right. All right. So, uh, Fang. I don't remember how this. I just know it's Fang, and I know the kids are about to do. Because remember, we get this awesome time. Event. Oh, right, talent show. The kids are about to do a talent show. And uh, Jason and Tommy, Tommy forgot to grab their belts. Yeah. Okay, so the Trini training Billy was in a previous episode. It must have been in... It must have been in the last... It must have been in Rockstar, in the in a Star is Born. Yeah. But Nothing were, really happened she there. Was, yeah, she was just... Well, I, I just liked it because... I just, I just, I just like that Billy was, you know, showing more towards that half of the Ranger yeah. spectrum. Yeah. That was cool. Anyway, yeah, so there's a talent show. Tommy's like, oh, I forgot her belts. And Jason's like, it's not a big deal. You know, we'll get him later. We'll get him later. Like, Tommy's like, no, I gotta get him. And he runs off. And that's our Tommy. Out. We immediately know. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> so Tommy... 
is there anything in, there has to be some some stuff in between um Oh, Bulk and Skull go backstage and they See, find they eggs. They find some eggs because I think they're going to egg the Rangers. And Principal Kaplan's like, what are you boys looking for? And they're like, oh, we're just fine-tuning our instruments. because We're looking for our guitar. And yeah, yeah. What are you doing, Skull? I'm looking for my cymbals. And he Crash shatters them. everybody's eardrums. Yeah. Uh, it knocks Kaplan's wig off. Kaplan, he does a little cartoony bit. and It's cute. Funny goof. Um... And do we get straight to this goofiest thing? We get to the scene where uh, Rita's like, "No, Tommy's gonna ruin everything. We need to." We need yeah, Fang Tommy's to defeat- gonna ruin everything. We need to stop him. And she sends down four putties. <laughs> she sends down four putties to stop him. We get and Tommy you know running through the forest. Uh, he says, "This is gonna be so cool." Like and I'm not. I'm not. Be, I'm not making a a, a silly says, voice. He says. This is gonna be awesome. Yeah. And then he runs by, and, and he then he spinning, spin kicks a yeah. tree. He spin kicks a, the branch of a tree. And he goes, "That's cool." <laughs> <laughs> he keeps running. He looks so childlike. Oh my gosh! It's and then weird. the putties come down, and the putties whoop him up. <laughs> the putties. Well, they, they they he beats him, but he like, beats up two of them, and then he chases the one that Houdini's his communicator. Yeah, off. like he like. <laughs> He, like, sleight of hands his communicator off because he throws a punch and Putty grabs the communicator. And he's like, give me back my communicator. And he runs away. Just bolts in the, the goofy Putty run. Yeah. With And then Tommy does a goofy Putty run, too. Yeah, I, I, just to keep in pace, I guess, so he doesn't automatically catch up to this because, you know, he's a physical specimen and all yeah. that. And this is some guy clowning up in a gray matted suit, you know, like... Or Matt Gray suit. I mean, it probably is Matt. It's probably Matt. It's probably Matt. We've seen a lot of butt sweat on those suits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Matt Gray matted suit. He like catches up with the putty, and the putty turns around, and then Tommy it just kind of goofs, goofaces him some more. <laughs> and there's also uh, like uh, I forgot what this kind of it's like a sling trap. It's like it's a, a net. It's a big net. Oh well, yeah, it's a net, but it's. Don't don't make a fool out of me here, Dan. Like I'm saying, there it's a. Yeah, it's a net underneath him, and it, the, the tree pulls up, you know, so now he's caught in the net. Butter's like, uh, stupid net, and he's like, get me out of this. And Butter's just kind of whoo, 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 below him. And his morpher falls out. Yeah. Um, so Fang's already on the uh, on the scene, on the ground, yeah. right, in the national park, because we, you know, it's huge. And uh, we get Goldar and Babu and Squat sent down to kind of, like, uh, join up with him. Yeah. They find some eggs. They just crack them open. They crack a bulk... Uh, bulk and skull. Baboon and squat. The the evil bulk and skull. Yeah, the evil bulk and skull. Um, yeah, they... They, they, they crack the, open the chaotic room. evil bulk and skull, and there's the chaotic good bulk and skull. But, uh, yeah, they crack open the eggs, and uh, Bab... Uh, squat just kind of pours it into his big plastic mouth. <laughs> and Babu pours it into his real human mouth. And this isn't a, this isn't a bara here. This is this is our Japanese actor doing whose this. name we don't know. Whose name we don't know. I, you know, but we will One find day. out. One day we will find out. Uh, he he sucks down this, and this is going straight into his mouth. He doesn't have a fake monster mouth to put this in. He is just sucking this. And just goo up and having hopefully to make his face like, like mm, hopefully yeah. it's Cadbury cream. Mm, it's scrumptious, you know. Like it's, uh, out comes Fang, 
And we find that th- those were his his precious Goonie Bird eggs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're not going to be able no, to find not them again. Goonie Bird eggs. And his entire motivation for the rest of this episode is getting more of these eggs. He loves eggs. And he decides that he's fighting Squat and Babu and Goldar. Yeah. And then the Rangers show up. Yeah. To mess more egg stuff up. Yeah. Okay, I'm, honestly, I'm kind of blanking on the middle part of this. This, uh, this I, is how it goes down. Well, because, like, a lot of attention wasn't paid here because we just kept saying Goonie Burger eggs. That's true. We do uh, get kind of caught up in the royal of We, we Goonie, were caught up in Goonie the Bird Peter Madness, Lore. And and the Goonie. Peter Lore and Marty. Yeah, we were looking up Peter Lore, looking up Marty Feldman, because how I always reference Peter Lore, because I know who the guy is. I know the movies he's in and stuff like that. But for the life of me, I can't, like, recall his name on the spot. So what I did was Google the ceiling lamp from Brave Little Toaster (laughs) because Phil Hartman did a Peter Lore impersonation that was frickin' spot on because Phil Hartman, you know, he was great. Rest in peace. We'll we'll miss you forever. And that leads me to... That leads me to the wiki page, which leads me to Peter Lore. And then, you know, ah, Peter Lore, that's it. Or Peter Laurie, excuse me. I, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna alternate between the two quite a bit. And uh, yeah, we're we're caught up in that. We're caught up in the Goonie Bird eggs. We're also caught up in kind of how how his the impersonation goes from a Peter Laurie uh, impersonation to a Mexican character. It goes pretty similar to Cut Man from the Mega Man cartoon. Who is yes yeah. Who is any any uh, little Hispanic boy like myself will tell you that was a straight up cholo. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, he would uh, come in. Come in was pretty hard. Um, yeah, it, it is pretty close to that, honestly. So yeah, we I, we're getting caught up in in this goof cut man goof episode here. This this fang this. But we get some ranger fighting and then some beating and then to intersect with uh, Tommy still hanging from the net and we have the pu- two putties below him one with his morpher one with a communicator just fidgeting with it like that's like they putties. don't like they haven't been beaten by rangers enough that they don't know what they do yeah um, Fang overpowers the five rangers so much that he throws them off a cliff yeah. And then Rita shows up and says, look, I'll make more eggs for you if you kill these rangers. Yeah, she and makes she, the eggs, like, she fixes the eggs. She fixes the eggs, and, and he gets like, super hyped. Oh, my Goonie Bird eggs. Yeah. yeah. And and she's like, there'll be more of them, because, you know what? The rangers have lots of eggs. And so, kill them. Yeah. And that's his motivation, again, is she eggs. makes him grow. Yeah, and they he, we get a Megazord fight. He, they call him the Megazord. He's overpowering the Megazord because he has grown, grown some horns and he's, yeah, he's grown got some, some wolverine claws. I was going to say predator, like Yacha. Yeah, they're, they're straight up like some Yacha, hooks too. Yeah, Yacha gauntlets because he's got two blades on each wrist. Three. Three blades? Yeah, oh, okay, so we are wolverine. Yeah, wolverine, shredder, predator, you know it. You got it. All the awesome You're probably you know? Probably our age or a bit or younger and you know it. Yeah, and you know what? He works over the Megazord. Yeah, he does like a cool double punch with the blades. Yeah. That leaves a big... You know, oh, he's like, Rena says you have more eggs. Yeah. Like, we don't have any eggs, man. <laughs> don't make us destroy you because Jason was trying to be a good guy. Someone must have had a talk with him in between episodes. 
Maybe <laughs> Trini, bless her heart, you know, who... She's like, come on, dude, don't... It's like, uh, Jason, I notice you kind of like every fight. You're you've screaming been, a lot. You've been straight murdering people. Yeah. There's been a lot of destruction uh, because, of, because of your command. And I know we have to kill these monsters. But you are killing these monsters. And by doing so, you are leaving a lot of damage behind in our beautiful angel grove yeah you know so maybe you know tone it back and jason i would think you know jason's at the core a good good I, man you know i feel like trini is the voice of reason Trini's and if the, trini comes and talks trini's to you, the heart of the team yeah trini comes and talks to you you know you're messing up yeah yeah absolutely you would take her word like above any like if, yeah, if billy, billy came to you like, you'd be like oh. first off you wouldn't understand him because he's going into billy jargon your positronic horses <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> 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 yeah 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 and like, then trini would have to show up and you know translate and and zach's about good vibes so hey, he's not he's not gonna even talk zach's like i don't want these monsters around kill them hard yeah <laughs> zach's about good vibes he's easy he's like me or i'm like him i should say where you know he kind of kind of rolls with things and, and goes justifies the means yeah you know? yeah justifies the means yeah uh, <laughs> and justifies the means but uh yeah since trini most definitely talk to him. Jason has shown some restraint, and he's not immediately just throwing everything he has at Faye. Um, but then Tommy gets out. Tommy gets out. He he uh, manages to climb out of the the net sack and falls down on these putties, beats him up, gets his stuff back. Zorong lets him know he's in the fight now. And we get... He shows up, and Jason wastes no time, makes the Ultra Zord, blows Fang away. Yeah. That is it. Fang doesn't get any more Gooniburg eggs. Yeah, that's it. He ultrasorbs. Oh my god. What? The four boy theory. Four boys wiling out. <laughs> you add Tommy to that. Because definitely, you know, Kimberly and Trina are bits of control. Yeah, but when, I mean, they've been around for so long. Yeah, they're def- they, they have been around so long. And when Tommy comes into the picture, though, who's not only a fourth boy, but also a rival... He's a rival, but he is trying to impress Kimberly, so... He's like... But it's making Jason the wild card. That's I it. think it's I think a... we need to explain to the podcast this theory. The four-boy wild enough? Yeah. So, we have friends. Like, you know, people do. Yeah, we do. We, we do. Believe it's us. not just us. <laughs> it's not just us. We have friends, and um, when we are in any form of group, two, three, we're reasonable men. Yeah, we're, we watch, we're all like acting our age. We watch like, Power Rangers, acting our age as much as we can for people that watch wrestling and watch Power Rangers and watch you know, do the stuff we do. Yeah, we we watch shows. We make podcasts. We don't get too wild. Yeah. Third boy comes in. We don't get too wild either. We just still do. We still stay par for the course. Yeah. Um, and then we add a fourth boy. And as soon as a fourth boy is added to this, something happens where. The vo- the volume gets raised. <laughs> the volume gets raised. Uh, noises. Uh, everything gets more physical. Uh, if you don't have something to say intermittently between things said, you just make ape sounds. Yeah. And <laughs> you when, scream. When four boys are together, there you while out. Yeah. And you know what? There are some classes that people live by. Mm-hmm. There there is the yelling loud boy. Yeah. Which is our friend Tony. Yeah. Uh, 
there is I don't what's Alex's class because uh, he's the ape sound. Yeah, Alex Alex is a uh, he's like the he's the trickster kind of overreactor kind of uh um yeah, he uh devious <laughs> a bit, you know, like devious yeah. like uh uh a well, I can't curse, but you know, like a poopster kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that what would that be? There's where do a, you sit in this? Where do I sit in this? I'm because I feel like you are I, always in every physical part of it. I get. Um, I've noticed I start going into like tangents, where that's, I, that's pretty normal. Yeah. Well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I am definitely one of the the. Um, the uh, the perpetrators of the acting like an ape, you know, where we where we get where we're, we're stomping on the ground, we're clap, clapping our hands, man and king. yeah, and man, yeah, where someone will say something I find a little bit funny, and now I'm yelling it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've recently found out that I am a wild card. Yeah, you were a wild card. Uh, we also have another wild card that yeah. subs in for me. Yeah, the wild cards usually just kind of multiply a situation. And also, wild cards uh, can counteract controls. Controls is usually a cal- like a calming presence. You know what? David's a bit of a control. Yeah. David's a bit of a control. David's a nice boy. David's a bit of a control. We don't act like when it's when it's me, Tony, Alex, David, we're not too crazy. David's usually, when you throw in, you throw in a Dan, you throw in a Kevin, you know, and it's you know, it's back it's at wild. yeah. You throw in a Dan and a Kevin. Yeah, it gets it gets real. Um, get shirtless. <laughs> yeah, you get, yeah. It it's just yeah, <laughs> but this kind of like falls in line with this situation here. You know, huh? Like I would say, we I would tr- s- we introduce Tommy. Yeah, and because we Tom- fire everything. Yeah, yeah. Tommy could be a wild card just because he brings in this this whole dynamic where he's flirting with Kimberly. He's a rival, a physical rival of Jason's, you know. He's a, like he's he's sexy like Zack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's Nobody a, rivals Billy. Yeah. Nobody rivals Billy. Yeah. He's sure. smart, he's handsome. Yeah. He's good with the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Billy's that dude. <laughs> yeah so there may be something to that with this because it is interesting i would like to go back on my own time here and look at the timeline of tommy being introduced and jason just abusing abusing power yeah now we have to see if this theory carries when they're stripped of their power and adam and rocky are added yeah. If Jason was the wild card, or if they never found another wild card. Yeah. Mm. We got we got seasons. We got seasons and theories, y'all. Welcome <laughs> to the Wild Boy Theory. <laughs> the <right>. form- <laughs> so, let's go back to the episode, because we are an hour and 15 minutes into this podcast. Oh, and guess what? It took us less than 60 minutes to watch all three of these. It did. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so Fang gets annihilated, annihilated by the Ultra Megazord. You know, business as usual for this this current uh, run of, of Jason's leadership. And guess what? We got another Bulk and Skull rant coming up right yeah, now. Yeah, we got another Bulk and Skull rant coming up because it, you know, this doesn't end ever for my my boys. 
it, it's um, so we get to the ta- talent show. They come into the, like the side entrance of the open part of the juice bar, and and that's where they take the time to say, "Hey, Zordon, we did it. Get crowded room." Ernie comes up and he's like, "Where are you guys been? You're next." Yeah. Um, Billy's dressed as a cowboy. That's all I'm going to say. Billy's dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. And Tommy and Jason are in their geese. They get up on stage in unison. They do their whole routine in unison. They end up each breaking two boards in unison. Cool bit of choreography. They're in sync. Yeah, they're in sync. It's, But honestly, as, as I'm about to talk about, also nothing... You know, pe- nothing people Everyone, haven't seen before. Everyone's like, oh, this is your talent. You do this in the juice bar every day. I <laughs> I have never. Yeah, exactly. There hasn't been a day where I haven't felt emasculated by Jason's bulging muscles. Yeah. You know, like. like <laughs> there this, hasn't th- been a single day in high school that Jason hasn't shown off how buff he is. And Tommy hasn't shown off how high he can jump and how high his legs go. Yeah, it's just. Sure, all right, I guess you guys, you know. Cool, guys. Anyway. You can jump over that low kick, real cool. <laughs> yeah. They jump, uh, we get into the next routine, which is our boys. They come in, they found a drummer. So either they hired this guy with uh, Grandma's Medicine Money, Ooh. or they, you know, this is another friend. I hope it's a friend. I really do, because they do have friends. Yeah, they got that girl with the black lipstick, and that yeah. dude with the, I'm going to assume it's that dude with the hair. Okay, maybe it's a dude. We'll have to do some screen matching. We'll have to go into IMDb. We'll have to look at some things, see who this guy, who this cat is. But they got a drummer. They start playing. You know what? They play better than the Wild Stallions and Bill and Ted. You know, they they sound in tune. Like it sounds raucous and wild, but they're they're sound, playing chords. Yeah, and you know what? These boys, in their their forty second song, they say they're cool about nine times. Yeah, they're crying for help. They're cool. They're cool. Bulking is like us. over and over. We're, we're cool. We're it tough. Really, we're tough and we're cool. It's really a cry for help. There um, is that one part where they say you geeks better watch out. Yeah, but, but it, you know what? That is again a product of their environment. What happens in this school? What happens in the social construct of the Angel Grove teenagers? You know, if you're a geek, you get to hang with the coolest kids in school. Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, you, <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did, how did they, did they get, did they get like caned off the stage? Nope. What, what happens here? Nope. They just finished their song and it cuts to the crowd and nobody's clapping. And then Kimberly gives the one. Oh, that's right. That's, to... that's it. Yeah. There's not even like validation one way or the other. There's not any conclusion to it. Everyone just stares at him like. What are they thanks, doing? Thanks, guys. You weren't even on the set list. Yeah, and Kimberly does a... Just a two. Just yeah. a two, and then we get a bum, 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 Yeah. It's really messed up. It's it's really... They just these boys out there. These boys are trying. The, so, so, okay, so the first episode of this trio we did, you know, they were just there for to get knocked into some... Uh, into some janitor water. And that yeah. was it. Second episode, going for an audition. Third episode, now, now they have learned instruments and they are, we, you know, they could, this could be a, a hobby of theirs in the first place, but uh, again, putting themselves out there. Remember the whole uh, dance competition last week? It's, it's, 
It's very admirable. This I was telling Dan. Competitions. This is not the mark of bad apples. This is not the mark of some bad seeds that need some actual like discipline and some restructuring on how to act in social like situations. These boys do need to like. Do you know what the bad kids in my high school did? They hung out in a garage across the street from the school and got high. Yeah. Do you know what the bad apples in this school do? They play in talent shows. They get into dance competitions. Mm-hmm. They eat Sloppy Joe pizzas on the beach together. Yeah. They, it sounds like kids that just want to be friends. Yeah, it really does. It sounds really, really awful that they are kind of constantly pushed down by the status quo, which is the most perfect six teenagers you've ever seen. Except they're bullies. Except they're bullies, yeah. Well, it's been twisted into looking like you know, huh? They're you know they're showing the they're showing the real bullies of the school. What's up? You know, mm. they're put they're keeping them in their place. They're bullies. Yeah, they're the actual bullies. But it's been twisted to this point where Bulk and Skull are viewed as the bullies. I haven't seen them really do like they trash can. Like, they they, Billy they, they trash can like Billy ones like they, which is on, honestly probably just another standard set by by these kids. I mean. For every thing, for every trash canning of Billy we've seen, how many times have we seen Bulk go into some food item? Oh, it's, or, at, it's at least a six to one ratio. Yeah, or these boys. We've only seen Billy get trash. These boys falling. Right these now, boys getting. To these boys getting slimed. These boys like how many things happen to these guys? You know, in comparison to to the couple times they they do show some bully signs. With, with other kids. You know, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous and no one is taking them in and saying, like, what's the matter, guys? You know, what you, like, you guys just want to hang out? We can hang out. What what would be the harm in saying, hey, you want to hang out with us for a day? And then any time... Uh, do you any... want to know what the harm could be? They become upstanding police officers mm-hmm. and science. <laughs> scientists. <laughs> science guys. Science. <laughs> uh, they're called science doctors. Oh, Yes. I forgot. <laughs> the great science doctors, Paul Bolkmeyer and Eugene Skulovich. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's the harm in letting them hang out? And then anytime they say any kind of like anything that's a little bit troubling, be like, hey, just a little bit of correctness. Like, hey, you shouldn't say that, guys. Hey, you know? hey, man, that's not cool. Yeah, just, you know, who says they wouldn't take to that? I don't know. I think this is terrible. I think it sucks so much for Vulcan Skull and... It, it really upsets me. It really upsets. These are the kind of things I think about when I when I'm eating some uh, some cake pie from from a Tupperware container at 3 a.m. in the morning, which is what I did last night. Cake pie? Okay. Did you, I, go, did you go home last night? Or were you yeah, yeah. I went I went home last night and I uh, had some cake pie because. What's cake pie? All right. I was gonna explain it. Marie Callender's. Uh, through fe- middle February through the end of March, or maybe it's the beginning of April, they have a promotional pie, which is a birthday cake pie. Okay. Right? Follow me on this. It's a pie. Top layer is like, you know, pie cream, you know, with with uh, birthday sprinkles kind of stuff. Middle layer. Middle layer is birthday cake, like confetti birthday cake. Okay. Bottom layer is that wonderful, delicious custard that 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 like I can only equate to McDonald's and their holiday pies. Mm-hmm. Have you had those delicious b- bits of a uh, crusty no, goodness? Never, I've never had a holiday well, because pie. they they haven't brought them back for a couple of years, and it's been just a a true sign of where our country has fallen. But uh, 
the this is the kind of custard that's in it. It's delicious, right? It's you know my birthday was on Thursday. We got this uh, cake pie, and um, there's uh, two slices left, and they were just smashed into a Tupperware container, about yay tall. You can't see this because this is audio format, but I'm, but it's about it's cheeseburger sized. Yeah, it's about cheeseburger size, and those two are just in there, and I just got. A, Got a plastic spoon, and I just sat on my bed and watched some YouTube on my Apple TV and just ate that. And then started thinking about Bulk and Skull and the the tragedy that happens on the daily in Angel Grove. Hmm. Yeah. These are the the thoughts that enter my mind when I'm at my lowest. (laughs) 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 Well, you know, a cake pie, man. And that was the end of our episode. If you like the show, you could tweet at us at P Playthrough. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at P Playthrough as well. If you like the show and you think we deserve a little something extra, you can head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash powerplaythrough. We posted our first episode of VR Troopers this week, and we're still doing the monthly recaps of the Boom comic, and you can get that's starting at $1, only going up one other tier to $5. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. You can go get a download of that over at rainer.bandcamp.com. Don't forget to give the podcast a five-star rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. Those always help us a lot. And we will see you on Thursday. May the power protect you. What you what you eat off the ground there? <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's a Scooby Doo fruit today. <laughs> uh, that I lost on Tuesday. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say anything, but then I thought, you know, that's prime for uh, for some podcast.